0: Back to back, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave are picks numbers 10 and 11 in this year's NFL draft. What we can expect on day number two and day number three for the Ohio State Buckeyes that might get drafted. And a shout out to Brian Hardline. All that and more right here on Locked on Buckeyes. You are locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Buckeye for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Friday, April 29th in the year 2022, and I want to thank you for making Locked On guys your first listen or first watch of every single day. The draft is here, and baby, let me tell you, this is a time of year that not only college football fans, but also NFL fans can unite and rejoice when picks are made. I am not the biggest draft guy. I am a guy that likes the draft. But when I say I'm not the biggest draft guy, you will not see Jay spending A lot of time listening to all of the quote unquote experts and looking at all of the mock drafts and listening to everything Mel Kiper or Todd McShay or Matt Miller or Jim Nagy or whoever you want to talk about to describe the things that are going on with the press with the prospects and who should get drafted where why they should get drafted where at that spot. If a trade is made, why was a trade made? Why wasn't that trade? That ain't me, man. I just want to sit back, relax, and enjoy this little show that is the NFL Draft on ESPN, ABC. If I'm in the car, I got the Fox Sports Radio or the ESPN Radio. I might even have the locked-on live coverage on my computer as well. I mean, there's so many phenomenal ways to tap into and get coverage of the NFL Draft. Yesterday, I was actually on my couch watching it, and pick by pick. Things kept going. Things kept progressing. Trayvon Walker, who was rumored to be the number one pick, and that start, that rumor started going around a couple days prior to, to the draft uh, starting. He was number one. And Number two is Aiden Hutchinson, staying in the state of Michigan. Number three, Derrick Seenley Jr. Didn't play very much over the past couple of years, but he was still a top pick in this year's draft. Number four, Sauce Gardner. Number five, Kayvon Thibodeau, who I think slipped way too far. I think he should have been the number one overall pick, but he was not. And he helped. Uh, he helped the Giants, and who got two linemen in the top ten? They also got Evan Neal from Alabama, number seven uh, in this draft. Ecom Akwunu—that might be the first time I've said his name correctly—went number six to the Panthers. And this is where things got interesting because I said yesterday. Yesterday, I still thought Kayvon Thibodeau, if he slips to number eight, the Falcons take him. I mean, it's a no-brainer—you take that guy. But then when he went number five, I said, okay, here's a no-brainer. Here's what they should do, but what they should have done is not what they did because at number eight, the Falcons took Drake London, wide receiver from USC. Drake, Lo- Drake London can ball. Don't get me wrong. He can ball, but I don't, don't believe he's better than Garrett Wilson. Number nine was Charles Cross, offensive, offensive tackle. He went to the Seahawks. Of course, they make that move to protect the quarterback after they get rid of a quarterback who they did not protect, and then you go to number 10, and I said, wait. What did I do during yesterday's show? What did I say? And what I said actually happened. There were two spots that Garrett Wilson could go to, either number eight to the Falcons or number 10 to the Jets. He went to the second of the options that were available. Garrett Wilson, number 10 to the Jets. Number 11, the Saints, you know, that connection, the book connection, the Saints drafted Pete Werner last year. Malcolm Jenkins just retired. Actually, they got rid of him. He went to the Eagles, and he came back to New Orleans, and he flourished, and that's where he retired uh, as he left the National Football League. Michael Thomas still in New Orleans, and now there is a new Buckeye in New Orleans in Chris Olave. They liked him so much, they said, we're not going to wait till number 16 the number 16 pick to come out there and grab him. No, we are not going to do that. We're going to move up, make a trade to get him right now because I think they knew there will be more receivers taken, at least one prior to that pick. And so they moved up to number 11. Number 12 right after that was Jameson Williams of Alabama. I'm going to talk more about him towards the end of the show. Then, of course, the Washington Commanders who had the 11th pick Earlier, traded with the Saints, ended up picking a wide receiver, Jahan Dotson, excuse me, from Penn State. I am happy for these two gentlemen. Two guys that have started on the field together, that have been working out together, that have been uh, teammates, that have been uh, motivators. They have pushed each other. They have worked on their craft together. They have been just the duo, a dynamic duo that opposing defenses and secondaries did not want to see or mess with in college football. And to see them on the time and the day that they are basically finding out what team they're going to play for next that's not going to be together, they're going on back-to-back picks. And there's no better way. It's so nice to be able to enjoy a huge moment in your life and in your career with one of your boys who is celebrating and enjoying the same type of big, awesome moment in his life. I saw your reaction on the Twitter. I had my own reaction. I even called one of my friends to tell them the news a little bit later than expected that Chris Alave was drafted to the New Orleans Saints. You might not like that Garrett Wilson went to to the New York Jets. I don't like that he went to the New York Jets. I wish the Jets were a better franchise. I wish the Jets weren't dysfunctional for their own sake, not for mine. I care less about the New York Jets they're not in the Colts division anymore. Many of you they're not in the Browns division. So y'all can really care less. But y'all going to care now. Y'all 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 about to get some of y'all are going to get emotionally invested in the things that are happening in New York with the Jets because Garrett Wilson is out there. Some of y'all are going to get more emotionally invested in some things going on down the Bayou because they have another buckeye down there and you know they do things right when they get Buckeyes in New Orleans. I like it. I love it. I can't wait to see more Buckeyes drafted in this draft because I want to tell you one thing. We got two guys going in back-to-back picks. I would not be surprised at all if over the next couple days, today and tomorrow, we see more Buckeyes go close together in the draft. We might even see more Buckeyes drafted on day two than I predicted. Why? Because Buckeyes are good football players. The coaches out there know it, the executives in the National Football League know it, and it shows up in the draft every single year. This is a time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right, thanks to Bill Barr. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% Rio chocolate. Low calorie, high protein, replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories. Four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Go to built.com and use that friendly promo code locked15. That's L O C K E D one five. And you will get 15% off your order once again. Go to built.com and use that friendly promo code locked15 to get 15% off at built.com. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first to listen every day. Now make sure you tap in and you listen and enjoy and watch Locked On's live coverage of this year's NFL Draft from our studios in Dallas with pick-by-pick analysis from our local team of experts and draft gurus. Tune in. All three days, one down, two more to go, as our draft team guides you through every pick and every trade. Here's the best part, in real time. It all starts, it. well, it started last night. Today it starts at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can watch the live show on the Locked On NFL YouTube page and on the Odyssey App. You do not want to miss it. I'll be tapped in and we'll be hopping on with the guys live remotely uh, via Zoom uh, tonight for sure on Friday, talking a little Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, and possibly some other Buckeye draft picks as they get taken off the board. So in yesterday's show, I talked about what possibly predicting what where other buckeyes would fall. In the draft, and there's one thought in my mind, even though my predictions are still my predictions, I'm not gonna go away from them. It's still what I think is going to happen. I would not be surprised if one thing happened. Well, it's a couple, it's a couple things I wouldn't be surprised about. But I think there's two things that wouldn't surprise me if they happened at all. I still think Nicholas Petit Frere. it's multiple things. As I keep talking, I got some stuff written down on my notebook, but more things come to my head. So just hear me out when the Walk through this slowly so everybody understands. Even though Jay stutters sometimes, this is hopefully going to be one of those moments that everything comes out quickly. The pace might get sped up, but the stutters, that hopefully those things don't happen. I would not be surprised. If there is a second buck, guy drafted in the, in the second round, here we go, in the second round of the draft. Nicholas petit Frere, I do still think, is a lock in the second round. That, that does not change at all. Um, the versatility that he brings, the size that he brings, his experience on the field, playing right side and left side, being a staple and an anchor on, what, on what's the side of the field that he is on. It doesn't matter to me. I still think that he's going to be a second round pick. Honestly, just be honest with you. I think if he stayed on the right side and you put Mumford back at left tackle last year and you put Paris Johnson at right guard or left tack or left guard, you put Matt Jones at one of the other guards. Uh sorry, DeWan John Dewan Jones. I don't think you were um one of the I think you were probably the sixth best offensive lineman last year. Just being honest, maybe the seventh if you want to talk about um Tackle wise, I know you're. He was. He was legitimately the fourth best tackle, but he progressed so much. They had to put him on the field. I think if you had a different offensive line, I think Petit Frere is a first round pick. I firmly think that if you have a different offensive line, there, Mumford could have been a French first round, definitely a second round pick, if things were a little bit different last year. But that's why I think that he's a second round pick. And that's why I think Mumford could move up into the second round bladder part of it, the back half, the, towards the end of the second round. But I would not be shocked at all if we see Therabt Mumford because teams need one offensive lineman, but two, let's couple that with teams need players that are versatile. I mean, think about your own team and the injury, injuries that maybe the Browns or the Bengals or the Bears or the Packers or the Vikings, I'm trying to pick teams in the Midwest, or the Colts. Imagine, think about the team, the the injuries your own team has at the offensive line year in and year out. Think about the issues your team has on the offensive line. Maybe there's no injuries, but the guys that are out there just aren't up to par to what you think there should be. Think about all those things and then think about what their Mumford can instantly bring to a team. Think about what Josh Myers and White Davis have done in their new homes last year. Think about the track record that Buckeye offensive linemen have. Is it good? Is it bad? That's an objective or subjective thing. Subjective, uh, a view and a question. That's you can decide that. You can because sometimes the way you view things is different than how other people view things. But I still firmly think there is a slim chance, slim chance that there Mufford goes. In the second round, I still think he's going to be a third-round pick, but it wouldn't shock me. Now, Jeremy Rucker's still going to be third-round. I, I firmly think his lack of production, just based off the offense at Ohio State, keeps him in the third round. If he had better production, it probably could be more of a second-round pick. He does have star, starter traits in the NFL. Jeremy Ruckert is a guy that, depending on the team that he goes to in this current situation, he might be a backup this year that would eventually be a starter. But I think there will be some teams out there that say, Jeremy Ruckert, you have 6'5", 250, you're too athletic, you can block too good, you could do certain things that other guys can't. Why are we going to put you and make you TE2? Now, that's just weird to say. Growing up, we never said RB2 and QB2 and wide receiver 2 i could have just said tied into it i was thinking about the initials the abbreviation of that didn't sound right coming out tied into tied in one we would either the starter or backup man just call it what it was jim Rucker, you could come in and be a backup right away or you could go ahead and be a starter i think there will be teams that will put ruck and say hey ruck you could be a starter for us right now no questions asked we're not going to wait We're not going to try to bring in a veteran to help you learn under him. Nope. You're going to start right now. And I firmly think, I still will always believe, Jeremy Ruckert has untapped abilities, untapped potential, and we're going to see that very quickly, probably within the first uh, eight to ten weeks in the NFL, a side of Jeremy Ruckert that Buckeye fans didn't see solely because the offense wasn't one that would, cause him to use every skill set that he has. I know yesterday that I mentioned I do think Haskell Guerrero is going to be a sixth-round pick, Tyreek Smith a fifth-round pick. I would not be shocked if Tyreek Smith, Tyre Smith is a fourth-round pick based off the potential and the way that he can be utilized in the NFL. And last but not least, um, I kind of went over a lot of this stuff yesterday. It's kind of review, but then kind of abbreviating and branching off of that. Master Teague is a player that could be a seventh-round pick. And I have no problem saying coming back on here and saying Jay's predictions were absolutely wrong because Master Teague might be a seventh round pick. I believe Master Teague has the ability to change things, change the view that people the way people see him. Now it's kind of hard to do that now, but I do think his, his pro day workout showed a lot of people this young man can get drafted. This young man can be a special teamer and this young man might be good enough to be an NFL journeyman. normally, normally we say NBA journeyman, but I want to bring in the NFL journeyman because it's just different league but same meaning. Going around from team to team to team, doing a little running back duty, doing a little special teams duty, being one of those players that's a solid piece on the team, I firmly think Master Teague might get drafted in the back Part of the NFL draft on day number three. It will shock some people, it will startle some people, but I think he has a lot of good traits that an NFL team would love to have, special teams or in the backfield in a backup role. Can't wait to see what happens with him when he gets in the National Football League. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. And his attention to detail and his coaching and his recruiting was on full display last night. You may say, Jay Brian Hartline was not at the draft. Why in the world is he coming up right now? What did he do that is so amazing that what he did last night is going to help the recruiting? Well, let me tell you. You have number 10. The number 10 pick in the draft, Garrett Wilson, was probably going to be a top 10 pick no matter what. And that's where he was. Number 11, Chris Olave, was probably going to be a top 20 pick no matter what. Right now, number 11. So we're seeing amazing things from Buckeyes and players that Brian Hartline coached every single day. And then things got a little bit more interesting because, you know, once a Buckeye, always a Buckeye. Some of y'all will always ride with Jameson Williams. Some of y'all will always ride with Joey B. Some of y'all will always ride with Seven Banks. Some of y'all will always ride with Dallas and Kayvon Pope, Jack the um, Jack III. Y'all will ride with him. Now, some of y'all ain't going to ride with Quinn Ewers, and I understand why. But those of y'all that will always ride with Jameson Williams, no matter where he goes, You're going to ride with him all the way to his new home in Detroit. D-Town, got Jamison Williams, and I do think he is going to, oh my gosh, ball out. Now, you might not like Jared Goff, but here's why I think that what Brian Hartline did with Jamison Williams at Ohio State is going to really help and enhance how good Jared Goff is on the football field. Brian Hartline has done a phenomenal job of teaching these guys different tricks of the trade. And it reminds me of something I hear all the time with backup point guards and backup quarterbacks. This also goes for a wide receiver that was in the NFL, but in the NFL very long, was not a standout NFL wide receiver, but you could still learn a lot of things from Brian Hartline's life. Brian Hartline was a receiver that, when I think about him, I think about guys like, uh, Oh, golly, golly, who comes to mind? A Mike Dunleavy, the coach Mike Dunleavy, not the son. A coach that, when you think about his NBA career, did he play? Yeah. Was he that good? No. Why? It wasn't him. Think about the backup point guards, the guys that are on the NBA Backup point guards that now become coaches. Now, maybe at the college level, maybe at the high school level, but they're coaches. Think about the backup quarterbacks or the quarterbacks that weren't that hot, that do a phenomenal job of breaking down the football. Trent Dilfer was a starter, but Trent Dilfer will tell you, he wasn't the best quarterback in the NFL. Really, he played kind of bad at times. Those are his words, not mine. But Trent Dilfer is phenomenal at coaching, phenomenal breaking down the football. Brian Hartline was not a household name in the NFL. But he has found a way to relay different messages to these young men, to teach them the trick of the trade, teach them things he learned in the NFL. And ultimately, I do believe that's a big reason why Buckeyes, yes, Buckeyes went 10, 11, and 12 in this year's NFL draft. And if I am a young receiver, when I say young, I'm thinking middle school, high school, primarily high school. You see that? You're thinking in yourself, how can I get to how can I get to Ohio State? Now, I know I don't want to play in no cold weather. I know the horseshoe. I know the Michigan. I know, I know all that stuff gets kind of cold. I know I don't want to do that. I'm thinking speaking as a recruit right now. But what Brian Harlider is doing up there and what he's cooking up in, in his lab and the skills that he is teaching these young men. I want that. I want to be a part of that. Now, you add in the tradition at Ohio State, the standard at Ohio State, the ability and the belief that Ohio State is going to win a national championship, national championships, what Ryan Day is doing, what Jim Knowles is doing, the ability to go up against the best of the best of the best in the country every day in practice. I want that. And last night may have been the best infomercial that Brian Hartline could have ever put together. Was it planned? Absolutely not. But did it go better than even he thought it would? Yes, it did. That was a great infomercial, Brian Hartline. I am proud of you. Not only is this a shout out to you for the hard work you've done, but also I am proud of you for making sure that your recruiting goes on even when you're not inside a recruits home, when you're not watching him play a game live on a Friday night, and when you're not talking to his coach or principal. This is you, baby. This is your work. This is what you're doing, and I am happy for you, and I can't wait to see what happens happens in the future. Next year, best receiver in the draft, probably Jackson Smith and Jigba, another product of Brian Hartline. Will Emeka Egbuka be the next year after that? Possibly another product of Brian Hartline. Who's after that? After that? I don't know, but my guess is another product of Brian Hartline. Brian Hartline? Man, I love it, man. Happy for you. I love what you're doing. It keep this keep this good train rolling, man. I can't wait to see what happens next. Thank you guys for tuning into this Friday edition, a feel good Friday edition of Locked On Buckeyes. You can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can also send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Thank you for making Locked On guys. Your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on NFL Draft Podcast Ryan Tracy and former NFL defensive back Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. The Locked On NFL Drafts podcast, just like Locked On Buckeyes, they are both free and available wherever you get your fine podcast.